Hey there, welcome back to Pet Biz MBA, where I provide education and strategic planning so your business works for you and not because of you. Of course, Pet Sitter MBA is based off of the P3 framework of purpose, process, and people. Today, we're going to talk a little bit of process, specifically about your policies and staff compliance. So if you don't have uh, employees, uh, of course, with independent contractors, you cannot have compliance because there are no policies specifically for them. But this is for people with employees or who want to have employees and are making sure that they are getting this started correctly. Of course, you do absolutely want to have written policies. Make sure that they are very clearly written, handed out to your staff, repeated often, uh, make it very clear. To be clear is to be kind to your staff. You want to make sure they clearly understand your expectations and your policies so there is no confusion down the road as to what you meant to say or how you meant the policy to be done. If it is written, if it is clear to them and it is easy for them to get a hold of and repeat it often, then there cannot be that confusion. So, of course, even though we have that all packaged up in our business, it is still a challenge to ensure compliance with staff. Um, over, the re over the years, I've really thought a lot of it is because uh, we all work as autonomous teams. Uh, we do have a physical office space, but only our management team works there. Of course, our uh, staff sitters can come by anytime they want to, but we have a really large, probably 45-mile radius territory to cover, and many times we don't see them unless we have a volunteer event or some sort of a specific team event like our barbecue we have coming up this weekend. So ensuring staff compliance can be difficult. Uh, if you have software as we do, of course, you can monitor their comings and goings. Um, making sure that they are checking in and out of their visits appropriately. If you have a GPS system, you can physically see that they are checking in and out at the right place. But what about some of those other policies? Um, there's little things that you might have that are really important to you and important to the function of your business that maybe they don't understand the impact it could have. Um, maybe they think, uh, you know, what, what's the big deal if I don't do that one thing exactly as you want it to be done? Um, if you're like me in business, you've had issues pop up where you're like, oops, I didn't know I needed a policy for that, but I'll go ahead and write that one down. Um, the more people are involved, the more mistakes can be made because we are human. And through those mistakes, we are able to assess how to do things better next time. So just wanted to kind of take you a little behind the scenes of how we really try to ensure staff compliance and bring them to understand more why these policies are so important to the company. Let me take you behind the screens to kind of what we do. Okay, so what we have here is uh, this is actually our staff website. We provide this with a lot of information for our staff members that might they might need um, as they go through. So what I wanted to point out here that we have is what's called our SAFE form. Um, it actually stands for Safety, Accountability, and Feedback for Employees. Um, this is not, you know, original. Uh, other corporations and things have 
um, something like this, but we kind of do it a little bit differently. Um, as you see here, I hate reading things on videos, but it might be kind of small for you. It's an opportunity for our team to improve performance through the challenges that we face. This form is for self-evaluation and team member evaluation to evaluate performance and to strategically move forward and self-correct. We do work that matters. So just your general form, um, this is actually hosted through my uh, CRM and we have it attached here. So you can very easily make a form like this for your staff members if you'd like to through Google Forms, super easy to use. Uh, so of course they just put their basic information in there. They're gonna put the date of the incident, uh, which client was involved. They of course describe the situation. And then this is, uh, Kind of one of the more important things that we have is this little, you know, select all that apply area. We specifically asked them what was at risk. Now, this is one of the things that a general employee is not really going to think about. They're just saying policy, right or wrong. They're not really seeing the purpose behind the policy. And sometimes that's the most important thing we need to communicate to them is the purpose behind our policies. It's not, we don't just sit here all day long and try to think of all these really restrictive things to tell you that you can or cannot do. So we want them to specifically acknowledge, is it client pet safety? Was that pet safety at risk? Employee safety, client safety, and other pet safety, in other words, not the client's pets, other person safety, if the company's liability was at risk, the company's reputation at risk, one of our efficiencies, the way that we do things to keep it efficient, was that at risk? Or were our financial resources or possible future revenue at risk? Then we do ask them to kind of reflect and figure out how could they personally have prevented the situation? And then our last question is, what preventative measures will you take in the future? So you can kind of see really super simple short form that we use, and uh, it seems to really work well for us. Uh, give you a couple examples of how we've used this. So first of all, staff member fills it out. We get a copy in the office. We review it, and then we do review it with the staff member. Now. As it says in here, this is really for both personal reflection and for possible team improvement. We have had situations where we have made changes within our company because of one of these safe forms. I'm trying to think of a specific example that we had. Um, so we use lockboxes. I'll use this one, happened a couple of years ago. We use lockboxes exclusively in our company. And we had a staff member who went to do a new client appointment. And our policy is to set up the lockbox at the new client appointment. She got there and the client did not have a spare key. Even though, of course, we tell people in our paperwork, we want you to have a spare key. Well, this client didn't have everything together that day. And uh, so our staff member thought, okay, great. Well, I will go ahead and get it set up for you. I will leave you the lockbox. And when you get your key, you can put your key in it and you can you know, attach it and have it ready for us. So what happened in that process is the staff member did not go through our usual procedure, which is 
client gives us key, we have it in our hands, we go and we test it in the door, we make sure the lock functions, we go in, we go out, we set up the lock box and we put the key in it so we know everything is ready to go. Because she didn't do that, there wasn't that time of her using the deadbolt and then trying the bottom lock and the owner saying, oh, hey, those are keyed differently and I don't have a key to the actual handle lock. So you can't use that. We didn't go through the process. We didn't have that in our notes. So of course, when the first staff member went there and took care of the pets, lockbox was out, key was there, everything as the owner said it would be. But when she went to lock the door, she locked the top lock, she turned the knob and locked the bottom lock as we always do with security. The next sitter that got there couldn't get in the door. Of course, because we had no notes in the system because we had skipped a step in our process. That is really, you know, convoluted story. Um, but what we realized through the submission of that safe form is we missed a step. You know, we needed to make sure that we emphasized with our own staff members that we do not leave lock boxes like that. We have our specific detailed process for a reason. And if you vary from that, if we had gone through our process, that client would have said, oh, hey, I can't use, you know, I don't use the bottom lock, so don't use it. And we would have had that front and center in our staff alert in our software. So that is a way where our company has improved in our own communication whenever we send out our staff members so they know the best procedures moving forward. Um, we had another situation with a staff member who, um, even of course, we have this listed in our operations manual. Um, he hooked the leash up to the ID tag ring instead of the D ring on the collar. Uh, we all know that's a big no-no because those are like super thin metal and they easily strip apart and then you've lost your dog. So he went out the front door. There was a lady walking across the street with another dog. Of course, the dog pulled, zipped right off that collar and ran across the street. Well, um, we actually did not find out that that had happened until he left his visit report mentioning it to the client. You can imagine how not happy we were when we found out about the incident through a visit report to the client instead of getting a phone call from the staff member. Um, but that was a little bit of the issue. And one reason we sent him straight to the uh, safe form because we, we wanted him to really understand what was at risk because there was a lot at risk in that situation. The dogs had an altercation, didn't look like anybody was bit. Um, the other person walking the dog acted like there was nothing wrong. So our staff member thought, hey, no big deal. It's a dog. This happened. Well, you know, when we, when he went through the form, so many things were at risk. I mean, client pet safety, other pet safety, a potential person being involved, company liability. It was almost check every single box company reputation. Um, you know, I don't know if that person ended up going home and telling 10 people this awful experience he had with a professional dog walker. Um, you know, of course, financial resources. Should there have been any major altercation, we might have lost that midday walking client. So we just like to kind of bring it back to them so they are more mindful of our policies, why we have our policies, and how important it is to follow policy. So hopefully this helps you move forward this week. Make it a great one.